Hey, Tidbitters, I'm really glad you stopped by. If this is your first visit, thanks for clicking on whatever you clicked on to get here. We always enjoy new visitors, new listeners, new people to join our Tidbits party. One of the things I've been kind of experimenting with are voice changers. And what I've discovered is you can change your voice into a myriad of different kinds of sounds, different qualities, and some are pretty recognizable. Anybody who's listening can tell it's you. And some are pretty, well, distorted, I guess, is probably the proper word. At any rate, I've been playing with those, and maybe I overdid it today, but you'll have to decide for yourself. So, without, you know, pursuing this too far, going in too deep, getting too far into the weeds, as they say, let's get started. Thanks for joining me for Audio Tidbits. Over the past little while, I've been looking at the format and the general approach I've been taking with audio tidbits and have come to the conclusion that it needs spiffed up a little. I think it's time to change the format, change the focus, change the general approach. So what I'm trying is something new. That's what we do when we change things. We try something new. In this episode of Audio Tidbits, I'm going to share with you three tunes from Kevin McLeod. One of the things that listeners have told me in a pretty consistent kind of way is that they always enjoy when I include a little music from Kevin. So, this time, the three tunes I think you will particularly enjoy. Interspersed, though, I've included some Tips for how to get along, how to work well with people who make a difference to you. And that's something that's important for all of us. The first tip focuses on bridge burning. You know, we've always been told to burn those bridges. Well, maybe that's a good idea and maybe it isn't. But we take some time today to consider the possibilities. I've also included some thoughts about good manners. You know, good manners are one of those things that may be a little unfashioned, but I think that what we discover is that there's never a good excuse for bad manners, and people with good manners always have an edge on those who don't express themselves in a positive kind of way, showing that they actually have good manners and use them consistently. So, I hope you enjoy this new approach. If you have some feedback for me, you can always get in touch at gary at garycrow.net. And be sure to visit the website, garycrow.net. There's some other stuff there that you might find interesting. So, with no further ado, as they say in the movies, let's get started. I'm pretty excited about getting my first chance to introduce a song for you from Kevin. It's called Carefree, and I'm sure you're going to dig it.
According to the audio guide, this is how you would sound if you were stuttering well. Well, maybe you wouldn't sound that way, but the audio guide assures me that that is exactly how I would sound. The question is, how in the world would I get stuttering well? It may be because I heard that bridge behind me and didn't have any escape as I stepped over the edge into the well. I don't know. That might be reasonable, it might not be reasonable, and it might also be just plain silly. But burning bridges is one of those things that we have to take very seriously. You know, we've always been told, don't burn your bridges. But sometimes you just have to let it burn. So let's think about how that might work in the real world. Here we go. Pick battles big enough to matter. Small enough to win. Jonathan Kozol. In the realm of life's little lessons, this seems axiomatic. The problem is that many of the battles that are big enough to matter aren't small enough to win, and those that are small enough to win tend not to matter. The challenge is in knowing when to fight and when to walk away. Kozol's advice is to fight if the outcome matters and you can win, otherwise walk away. Although this is certainly a practical approach to self-preservation, it's also a clear cop-out. There are battles that matter way too much to avoid, even though winning is far from certain. The more important lesson may be in David Russell's observation, the hardest thing to learn in life is which bridge to cross and which to burn. Life is full of conflicts and tensions, battles large and small, bridges to cross and bridges to burn. Life is a journey. And usually, when it isn't working out, you can change direction, back up and start again and generally change your plans. Now and then, though, the bridge has burned and there is no turning back, nothing to do but live with the choices you have made. No, there isn't an easy way to know when to cross that bridge and when to let it burn, when to be decisive and when to equivocate, when to hold back and when to make an irreversible choice. However, there are questions that you can ask and answer before choosing. 1. Am I burning any bridges by making this choice? Two. Other bridges being burned ones over which I may want to cross again? 3. If I cannot cross a bridge again, what will I do instead, if the time comes when doing something else is necessary? 4. If I cross this bridge, how will I handle it, if things don't work out as I hope they will? 5. How will I be worse off if I neither cross the bridge ahead of me nor burn the one behind me, including the lost opportunity cost? So, you have asked the questions. You have answered the questions. What next? Stand up straight, take a deep breath, and deal with that bridge. Cross it. Burn it. Take a different road. But whatever you choose, don't forget the old Chinese proverb, talk doesn't cook rice. Kevin calls this song, Montauk Point. I think it sounds pretty uptown. I hope you agree. Here we go.
Shiver me timbers and whatever else pirates like to say. I think one of the things that's really important if you want to be a pirate is to fool everybody into thinking that you're not a pirate. And probably the best way to do that is to have super good manners. Pirates and good manners? Maybe you've never thought of it quite like that. But if you want to be a successful pirate, focus on good manners. Here's how. Good manners can replace morals. It may be years before anyone knows if what you are doing is right. But if what you are doing is nice, it will be immediately evident. P.J. O'Rourke. The idea seems to be that good manners can and often do cover up the proverbial multitude of sins. As Arthur Schopenhauer put it, politeness is to human nature what warmth is to wax. It may quickly distort or otherwise transform reality. What seems sincere may merely be the latest example of Abel Stevens' observation. Politeness is the art of choosing among one's real thoughts. The point is that in an effort to be nice, candor can easily take a backseat to what Emily Post described as a sensitive awareness of the feelings of others. The desire not to upset or offend takes priority over the responsibility to be honest and straightforward. Of course, W. Somerset Maugham did say, I don't think you want too much sincerity in society. It would be like an iron girder in a house of cards. And Lord Halifax said, a man that should call everything by its right name would hardly pass the streets without being knocked down as a common enemy. The conclusion follows that there is an appropriate middle ground between total honesty and bad manners. One should find that balance between excessive rudeness and being unnecessarily impolite on the one hand and navery or excessive dishonesty on the other. Are you tempted to agree with this argument? If so, you are probably aligning with the polite majority of people who behave as if the choice is between candor and insensitive rudeness. When it comes time to choose, they generally lean toward avoiding being seen as rude or as having bad manners. The result is that they are often dishonest, at least somewhat. Personal integrity is partially sacrificed to the god of good manners. When you are thus tempted, Cesare Pavese's observation is worth considering. Perfect behavior is born of complete indifference. Perhaps the real issue isn't your honesty, your integrity, or your manners. Rather, it is your discomfort with how you fear others will react to you if you actually say what you think, accurately express your feelings, and practice the candor you profess to value so highly. Often the issue is dealing with the bad manners of other people. As Gabirol put it, the test of good manners is to be patient with bad ones. The famous Anon expressed the idea this way, treat everyone with politeness, even those who are rude to you, not because they are nice, but because you are. And F. Scott Fitzgerald said, it's not a slam at you when people are rude, it's a slam at the people they've met before. The best conclusion is that there is never a good excuse for bad manners and that situational integrity isn't integrity at all. Calmly and respectfully stand up, speak up, shut up, and sit down and then politely listen making it immediately evident that you indeed are nice. Hey there, Tidbitters. This is Chippy, coming to you alive and in person. I have for you a real treat. Our good buddy Kevin has two versions of Port Swing Days. He has a faster version and a slower version. And I thought you would really get a kick out of his slower version. So, here it is.
Music by Kevin McLeod.